isn't there anything better you could be doing with your goddamn life? No? Well, it's good to have you here on the Amelia James and Hazy podcast. Welcome. Gee, so much stuff happened. We spoke to all-round legend Akmal. He was in Adelaide for a couple of shows. He was absolutely sensational. We played the extremely secret sound and, my goodness, wasn't it secret? Oh, jeez, what a result. And what <laughs> a got prize. To to that one. Oh, one of the greatest prizes that we've given away. Sam Frost from Hell's Kitchen. We chatted to her. She is a lovely lady. And it sounds like I Marco Pierre White is as scary as he oh. seems on TV. So we get her thoughts on that. He has a dark charisma. And then I do the top five experimental pickup lines. There were a couple that I wasn't allowed to do on air because they were and too And the others you probably shouldn't have done either. But hey, they're in there. Yeah. <laughs> it was a good show, friends, I think. And I feel like you're going to enjoy it. Do you guys sometimes worry that we're doing a deconstructionist radio show masquerading as a legitimate one? And that we're actually deeply postmodernist critical thinkers. Sometimes I just don't listen to what you're saying. I, I, for the sake of my mental health, sometimes I zone out from what you say. Okay. Just wanted to touch base. Hope you love listening to it. Thanks, guys. Amelia, James and Hazy. This is Weekend Breakfast. I know how to please a woman. <laughs> it's really yes. James Let's go to the break. I know, all, I know, I know all about. It. Now I've got a girlfriend. Uh, she's lovely. I adore her. Love of my life. And so I'm not on Tinder, and I don't get to use my lady killing abilities. That's a shame. I know. Well, luckily I have a housemate who has Tinder. He's a single man. And so what my girlfriend and I do is we take over his Tinder. Does and we he try know and this? Set him up. He does. He's not keen, but he allows it to happen. And uh, I've got. I brought in five pickup lines that are. Perfect. They're working. Uh, that have worked before. Worked enthusiastically. We'd like to present them in this week's Top Five Things. Here we go. The best experimental pickup lines that I've been. Number five. There. I've got to change the names of the ladies. So okay. Let's say this one's for Smadeline. Oh. <laughs> hey, Smadeline, you're so hot. I bet you have a bad personality. <laughs> Did that work? Nope. But this one <laughs> Number did. Four. This one went out to Smosaphine. She had on her profile, I'm bad at replying. Mm-hmm. Okay. And so my message was, hey, Smosaphine, you're bad at replying. I'm bad at lovemaking. Let's make this happen. And how'd that go? She wrote back, ha, 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 ha. And I had him write, I guess we're both lying. <laughs> <laughs> Number three. Smenifer. Do you listen to Amelia, James and Hazy on Hit 107? Because I refuse to breed with anyone who doesn't. (laughs) They had a a dinner date over that one. Yeah, it worked. I don't know if Smenifer still listens to the station, but we'll see. Gee, Smenifer sounds a lot like Jennifer. Number two. A little bit. Smamantha. Now, Smamantha (laughs) was a very uh, petite Caucasian woman with the most symmetrical face. Petite Caucasian. She was a whitey. She was a little white girl with a very symmetrical face. And that reminded me of Denzel Washington. Can you even describe people like that? Who has a symmetrical face. I choose to. So I wrote to her, you have a very symmetrical face, Denzel. And then I wrote another message. Wait. Sorry, because you have such a symmetrical face, I mistook you for Denzel Washington. Do no you know girl him? Wants to be described as Denzel Washington. He's one of the most handsome human Good beings movie. ever. Good Hands- movie, and if he's in a movie, yeah. I will watch it. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't want. It's my Denzel Washington. It's not a Number complimentary one. thing. This one goes out to Smaitlin. I'll level with you, Smaitlin. I am an ankle man. Bad ankles are a deal breaker. Will you please send me a photo of your ankles? No feet, please. Gross. Did she reply? We got an ankle pick. What did you? <laughs> now, 
<laughs> they were no good. Did there wasn't a date. <laughs> Did you get an ankle pick? Are <laughs> yeah, you serious? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, it was pretty great. <laughs> no good. These are the weirdest pickup lines. Ever but I can never <laughs> use them because I'm happily, happily in love. Love you, Tay. <laughs> Tay, I actually wrote half of those. If I hope she sends you an ankle picture. There are about five really heinous ones my girlfriend wrote. We can't put on the air. Amelia, James and Hazy. This is Weekend Breakfast. We are joined live in studio by the comic superstar Akmal Saleh. Hello, Akmal. Yeah. Oh, oh, welcome. Yes. I, I am live, but only barely. <laughs> yeah. As you can <laughs> see by my look, yes. We had a big gig last night, right? Well, I'm just saying, lucky it's radio. <laughs> People hand, don't have to endure my head. You look terrific. No, I'd, this no, guy, shut the, that down. You look terrific. The other, the other last night, this guy, because um, I, I have like a Q and A at the end. I say any questions. And this guy said, "Yeah, you look like a turtle." <laughs> I thought that's a new one. I haven't had the turtle bit. You know, no wonder I spend most of my life on my back. <laughs> that's a new one. What do you usually get? I usually get, uh, oh, mate, are you Carl Barron? Stop or, it. Yeah, or. Um, <clears throat> Uh, I get I get all sorts of things. People come up to me and go, they're not really sure where where they know me from. Like you think with a head like mine, it would be you know. There's only so many people it could be. There's only so many people, right? But people come up and go, mate. Well, excuse me. They stare at me and they go, I'm sorry to bother you, but where do I know you from? And I always say, well, you have to tell me. And and whatever they say, I just go with. So this girl, this girl the other day says, um. Did you live next door to me in Erskineville? <laughs> I said, yeah. <laughs> Did you live next to her in Erskineville? No, of course not. I've never met her before. And she goes, oh my God, it's been ages. Do you see Paul? I said, Paul, Paul's in prison. <laughs> she goes, I knew he'd end up that way. <laughs> yeah, the, other, the other time, another girl says, are you in my uh, salsa class? I said, yeah. She goes, oh, I haven't been going. I said, I know, we've missed you. <laughs> <laughs> now, um, how, you would come to, you've toured a lot. You'd come to Adelaide a fair bit. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, last well-known comedian we had here recently was Jerry Seinfeld. Oh, yeah, Jerry. And then I'm, he's my support act. He comes in, warms up the, 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 the town, and then I come in. Well, he well, warmed up the town a hell of a lot because he was quite mean to Adelaide. And he, he said he was looking forward to getting out. He did. So is that how you feel? Is no, I, I actually like Adelaide. He doesn't seem like a pleasant person to me. <laughs> Jerry <laughs> no, no, Seinfeld? No, yeah. Every, yeah. Everyone who's had an interaction with him that I know, it has been an, it's been a negative one. It's been like he's been either rude or arrogant. Or yeah, and I think yeah. the world found out when uh, Kesha tried to touch him. Yeah, no, hug him. Going, don't don't touch me. But no, is thanks. this is no, this live beef on air? You calling out Jerry Seinfeld? Yeah, yeah. He was rude to one of my very good friends, a, a well known celebrity, and he was supporting him. He's uh, just like opening for him, and he and his his um, his people, Seinfeld's people, yeah. brought this guy who you all know very well. And said, oh, Jerry, he was eating. Jerry was eating. And and, um, and he, they said, this is your support act, Australian support act. Yeah. And he just, he would, as he was eating, he just put out his hand to shake it and then kept no. on eating. No. He didn't even look at him. He didn't even look at him. Mm. Yeah. That's so, when you hit that 800 million. That's that I'm not going to look at you money. Yeah, yeah. Once, once you're a billionaire, you don't have to touch anyone. <laughs> so we can confirm that Jerry Seinfeld is a flog. Yeah, yes. It's it's been it's been confirmed by Akmal, very reliable <laughs> source. Yes. So where are you? So coming up tonight? Yes. Uh, you are playing at the GU Filmhouse. Is that correct? Yeah. And you're an, opening for a movie. I'm opening. Yeah. I'm I'm really? I'm, I'm, I'm supporting uh, Hollywood. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what the movie is. I should have known this, but it, but I'm I'm opening for a movie. But uh, you know, it'd be terrible if if you know if the movie was funnier than me. How do you open oh, for a it. movie? Well, we'll find out. Yeah. I've never done it before. This is the first time. <laughs> so I think you'll come out and do some comedy in a yeah. cinema. People go, boo, bring on the movie. 
Bring on De Niro. Thank no. you very much, Akmal, for coming down. Thank you for coming. For, well, no. Thanks. No, thank you. <laughs> you, you haven't been told I've taken over the show. <laughs> I've just signed the contract. All right, I'll, I'll see myself out. That's Radio is brutal, isn't it? <laughs> Amelia, James and Hazy. This is Weekend Breakfast. Hey, is that all right? Kissing your dog. Drinking bad milk. Doing a disaccent. Is that all right? Time for Is That All Right, where we discuss Is That All Right? Amelia's been asking if something's all right. Well, look, obviously you guys know, and anyone who listens to this show knows that I love my dog, Barkley. I love him to bits. And um, we moved house recently. Well, not the start of the year, still recent to me. Uh, And just a, a funny transition happened where... He has his own little dog bed, but for whatever Mm. reason, he hated initially our new house. And we've got into the habit of him sleeping on the end of our bed. And whenever I tell people this, it's either I'll get one person who'll be like, yeah, that's fine. My dog sleeps on my bed. And then another dog owner who will be like, oh, you can't let that happen. Well, it's also not like an itty bitty dog on the end of your bed. You've got a (laughs) massive British bulldog. He's a big boy. Yeah, but he just just wants to be, be close to his owners and he's... He's so sweet. He he really, like, he will now, it'll get to the point where we'll go to bed and he'll put his paws up on the bed and, you know, just looks at you. Yeah. And it's like, I have to put you on the bed. Disrespect. Can I just say, that's, I'm from the country. Mm-hmm. So in the country, a lot of farms, the dogs there, they're there to work. You yeah. love them. They're and just they happy if they get to go inside. Prosperous lives. Well, that's the thing. If they do go inside, you'll get your old man going, get out! <laughs> get that dog out of here! <laughs> so I had that attitude when I started uh, my relationship with my current my current wife. What do I keep saying there? So when I uh, first turned up, uh, Indiana, our little dog, uh, was in the house. And I was like, what's she even doing in here? She should be outside. Now, unless she's sleeping uh, at the top of the bed every night, I, I feel uncomfortable. I feel sick. You feel sad. Oh, I'm repulsed, personally. Are what? you? Yeah, you need strict delineation of roles. Oh, Makes God. the dog feel what better. What is this, an HR it knows presentation? Its place. <laughs> the dog needs to know its place, Amelia. It is not the equal to the human. So anyway, I, I don't really care about your opinion, but I want to know, <laughs> oh, yeah? 131060, is that all right? To have your dog sleep on your bed. And what about having the dog sleep in the bed? Hmm? Oh, absolutely. Look, I'm You're both just, for that. I'm just going for 100%. on the bed at the moment. All right. On or in the bed, mm-hmm. 13, 10, 60. Do is that all right? Do or you do is it a big old no you know and someone should who does I it? stop this right now? Does Barkley get in the bed sometimes? Mm-hmm. Or if it's really cold? It's happened once or twice. Oh, oh. gee. 13, 10, 60. Is this it sort of behavior cold. all right? I don't know that it is. <laughs> Amelia, James and Hazy. This is Weekend Breakfast. Hey, is that all right? Kissing your dog, drinking bad milk, doing a disaccent. Is that all right? Amelia has taken up the degenerate habit of letting her dog sleep in her bed. I love him. You lost her at degenerate. It's wrong. You shouldn't be doing it. The people of Adelaide have called it's in right. on thirteen ten sixty. They have opinions. Your track pants are wrong. Um, thirteen ten sixty. We're asking: those. Is that all right to have your dog sleep on the bed? And hey, we've got a double pass to the royal show. We'll give one of our callers that. Can we do that, Hazy? I think we can do that. Good on you. It's nice. Stuff. They'll see the dogs. It'll be nice. Let's mm. speak to Sammy. We've got Sammy on the phone. Uh, Hi. Hello, Sammy. <laughs> Am I doing it wrong? No, no, no. It is not wrong at all. My little man, he is long-haired, he's a border collie Kelpie, and he sleeps 
in between my husband and I under the blanket. He's not a man. You He's know what dog. I like about this, Sammy, is that a border collie kelpie is kind of like a working dog, kind of like one of the dogs yeah. that, that Hazy was talking about, yeah. you know, on the farm before, and he is, a you know, a dog that sleeps but on the bed But don't they too. shed? Probably. And at the end of the day as well, if he's not in the bed and he's in his own bed to start with, he will come up to my husband and I and he will generally pull my husband because I don't wake up. um, And he'll pull him until Ben wakes up and puts him in the bed. I hear you. Oh, jeez. He sounds like a good boy. Hey, Sammy, just a bit of advice. I'm from the country and we have dealt with border collies before. Don't let him get in the bed after he's been getting stuck into a dead sheep, all right? Oh, charming. No, they get washed thoroughly before that happens. (laughs) Good to hear, Sammy. Uh, Donnie from West Beach has rung through. Donnie, uh, what do you think? Am I doing it wrong? No, absolutely not. Um, I honestly couldn't sleep in my bed without my boys. Yes. Yep. What, what kind of dogs do you have, Donny? So I have a bull mastiff. Oh, big and, one. Yeah, and a rescue dog who's quite big as well. Yep. Yep. Good. And they and they just follow you to bed, do they? Absolutely. Do people? I'll get about half a quarter of the bed, <laughs> and they take the rest. But <laughs> couldn't deal without them. Donny, what do you do if you want to go to sleep, but one of the dogs wants to keep reading and keep the lamp on? <laughs> <laughs> um, my dogs are that dumb, like, <laughs> honestly. <laughs> Probably more of a read to them type situation. Okay, so far, <laughs> yeah. so far I've got two in favour. That's good. Krista has rung through from Port Wollonga on thirteen ten sixty. Krista, can I do this or not? No, mm. definitely not. Thank you, Krista. Not. Tell us why. Why Thank can't we? Um, I think I think animals are for outside mm. and. People are inside. Um, I think, I think um, beds are for humans, and if the animals have their own bed, that's great. It needs, they need to be outside. Um, I am allergic though to dogs and cats, so I will. I do understand how people have bonds with the animals, but seriously, not definitely not in the bed. In the Just, bed. That's a no-no. But you can't, Krista. Uh, I've got Krista. I need to tell you this that, and I know you, you probably don't believe me, but I am OCD, clean freak, crazy, and so I am still I. Accept so am this. I. Yep. So I, I, it's been a big conversion for wow. me. I've got to tell you. Okay, can... you must love. You must love. Obviously, you love your animals, and I get that with every, with with my friends and family. But still, I just feel like, you know, they need. They're just outside, and we're inside. Mm. But look, you know, each to their own. But that's just my opinion. So there's clearly a separation between animals and humans with you, Krista. Is there one exception where maybe once a year, um, the dogs and the animals and humans can join beds together and have a slumber party? <laughs> Um, I'd like to say yes, but unfortunately... What is this pagan <laughs> festival you're trying to invent at Fosterville? There will be one day a year it where the humans great. and the animals will be on an equal playing field. <laughs> Thank you, Krista. And final caller, Julie, who's rung through on 131060. Julie, is it all right to have my dog sleep on the bed? You betcha. Yes. yes. Definitely. Yep. Yes. Take that one. We have, we have a Kelpie, mm-hmm. and he will um, he'll put himself to bed. How clever. And he'll actually go and jump into our bed under the covers. He'll borrow there to get in and just, yeah, that's where he sleeps. So, right. But mind you, we don't have him all the time. He's my son's dog, so I'm like the grandparent, so I spoil him. So there oh, you go. Probably doesn't even have to make his own bed. I know he doesn't have a bed. It's my bed, so yeah, definitely. <laughs> I love that he puts himself to bed, though, Julie. It's actually quite clever, really. I have to lift my dog onto the bed. Well, Maybe no, he doesn't want to go. What are you doing, no, forcing your dog no, on your bed? he puts his paws up. I know he does. Oh, gee. Thank you very much, Julie. Well, sadly, I think the people of Adelaide, at least, have decided that it is probably you. It's all right to have your dog in the bed. It absolutely is. Hey, Julie, you're still there. 
Yes, I'm still here. We're going to double pass to send you off to the Royal Adelaide show, if you're interested, of course. Oh, you betcha. Yes. Thank Congratulations. You. you can go see the dog shows. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that'd be good. <laughs> Thank you. Good stuff. Amelia, James and Hazy. This is Weekend Breakfast. Hi, I'm Gary Megan, and I do a little show on podcast one called A Plate to Call Home, and it's about fascinating people all centred around food. This is a show for foodies, but it's more than that. It's a show about the people and the stories behind food. I think you know that I'm obsessed by food. Everything in my life revolves around it, and I love nothing better than to spend a little time talking about people that are equally as passionate, sharing their stories, and getting to know what makes them tick. It's called A Plate to Call Home, and it's available on the Podcast One app or on podcastone.com.au. Oh, yes, we're joined now by Sam Frost, who stars in Hell's Kitchen. You can catch that on Channel 7. Good morning, Sam. Thank you so much for joining us. Now, Sam, it's been pretty full on for you filming for Hell's Kitchen. Um, it's really intense. Had you met Marco Pierre White before? No, I've never met him before. So I obviously know who he is. He's got an incredible reputation. But meeting him for the first time was quite uh, intimidating, actually. And how do you feel now working with him? Still intimidating, yeah. I mean, like, I, and it doesn't matter, like, how much time I spent with him on camera and off camera. I always was so intimidated and, like, I was like a frightened sheep. That's oh the best gosh. way to describe it. Yeah. He was, here, he was here in Adelaide recently for the Tasting Australia Festival, so it's like all really good, you know, chefs and all that sort of stuff come and, and put on dinners and, and, and all sorts of things like that. And I can remember sort of going to a few things and everyone was like, oh, Marco's here and, you know, really... Yeah. Excited to meet him because he does have that reputation if you're in that industry. Yeah, absolutely. And he's got like this incredible presence about him that, you know, he he like commands the room or demands the room, whatever the bloody saying is. But, you yeah, know, the whole, basically everyone, everyone in the room just is pretty pumped to see him and like all eyes are on him always. Um, Sam, yeah, he, he clearly just owns a room. I, I loved the other night when uh, one of your customers complained about the salmon oh, and said terrific. that it uh, wasn't fresh and it was frozen and all that stuff. And then Marco just absolutely gave it to her. Madam, stop no. making a fool of yourself. But why don't you try Madam, and tell me? Madam, I've just said stop making a fool of yourself and sit down. Was that an awkward moment where you're like, yes, get her. She deserves it. Was, it. it was so awkward because um, I was like, oh, man, because usually, you know, you're really fluffy to the customers and you're like oh sure not a drama let me fix that up for you but he just has no tolerance for it he's just like you know what no way jose see you later and he really <laughs> rips them apart and to be honest like more customers complain about things and he gets more and more brutal it's really uncomfortable and then like you know it's awkward for us because we're like are we supposed to be being rude to them too or should we be fluffy like you never know what's right and what's wrong and how do you smooth that over hey and did was it right that you actually had a go of the salmon after I did. I tried the salmon and I was like, this is bloody beautiful. I don't know what she's talking about. I'm going to start whipping that out when I cook for people. If they complain, I'll be like, you yeah. don't understand. Sit You're down, a mouthful. Madam. Sit yeah. down, madam. Exactly. Just start barking at your friends if they complain about anything. It's really quite entertaining. Now, from being a frightened little lamb, you're going to go 
soon. Well, you're already filming, but for, for Home and Away, you're going to sort of a dramatic lamb. How's that, how's that going at the moment? Oh, my goodness. It is so much fun. And I can't even, you know, express enough how grateful I am for all of the cast and crew on the Home and Away set. Because obviously I was quite, you know, intimidated mm. and, um, you know, I, I did receive quite a lot of criticism for, for getting the role in the first I place. I don't know why. Um, but going on to the set, everyone was just so delightful and they've made it really easy and everyone wants you to succeed. It's a really beautiful um, environment to work in, to be well, honest. There's a lot of high drama in Home and Away, from what I understand. Have oh, you decided yeah. what you'd like, you know, how you'd go out if you got to pick, have a chat with the writers? You could have like a very impressive like murder scene. You could go off a ravine oh, somehow. I'll probably want something really like just out of the ordinary. Like, I don't know, maybe the local zoo or the animals escape and then they just, you know, I get eaten by a gorilla. <laughs> I, mean, I haven't seen it before. I haven't seen it before in a way, which is, you know, it's quite, yeah. I mean, Original. I don't know why anyone would move. Yeah, I don't know why anyone would move to summer, but it's just a known for its disasters, but anyway. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like the Bermuda Triangle. Oh, well, Sam, you have a very cool last name, Frost. James has come up with an idea. Um, stick around after the song. We want to play a bit of a game with you and really make use of the word Frost. Amelia, James and Hazy. This is Weekend Breakfast. Yeah, we're chatting with Sam Frost, who stars on Hell's Kitchen, which you can catch on Channel 7. We have put a little effort in because you're a big star and you get the high treatment on this program. Um, we want to know, because you make the headlines, we want to know what you like, what you don't like, in a game we like to call... What gets Sam Frost frosty? <laughs> um, so we want to get... You get it, Sam. You get it. So we want to get the truth, Sam, because you're in the tabloids all the time. People are always talking about you. How do they know? They yep. don't know. They don't ask you. We're going to ask you the tough questions. Yep. All right. First of all, oh, mushrooms. How do you feel? Oh, I love mushrooms. Oh. Okay. Not that so frosty. Not. How about Photoshop? Um, frosty. <laughs> frosty. <laughs> Yeah, Hazy's overdone it on the oh, Sorry about that. <laughs> that's, oh, I think, the shortest that burr that's coming up. How about tabloids in general? How about the mud press tabloids? Frosty. Ooh, frosty. Uh, <laughs> Pauline Hanson's in the news. How do you feel about Pauline Hanson? Oh, my goodness, Frosty. <laughs> frosty. That's a better one. That's a better one. Osher Gunsberg's new haircut. <laughs> I love it. Oh. You love it? That's okay. Okay. Uh, Rove yeah. McManus. <laughs> Ooh. I love Rose. Love Rose. Just checking. Oh, just oh no, kidding, that's kidding, a ding. And the gender pay gap, finally. What kind of question oh, are these? Frosty. Yeah. Frosty with the gender pay gap. We're getting, we're getting political, aren't we? we are. Only the big questions and, here on the program. And final one, oh. after, after being in Hell's Kitchen, how do you feel about hospitality working behind the bar? Oh, man, it's a tough gig. I don't think, uh, you know, they get the credit that they deserve, to be honest, because it seriously is it's quite challenging. It's a couple, I would like the frosty one and the ding at the same time as the response to that. Yes, please. <laughs> <laughs> frosty. Sam, thank you so much nice. for coming on and having a chat with us. Of course, Hell's oh, Kitchen. On thanks a- for having me. Oh, thank you, Sam. And, of course, Hell's Kitchen is on 8 o'clock on Sunday night on Channel 7. Have a good weekend, Sam. Yeah, thank you, guys.
Amelia, James and Hazy. This is Weekend Breakfast. And you're going to want to call in now because we're about to play Australia's favourite game show. Now, there have been some big game shows in Australia in the past. Wheel you of know, Fortune. Burjo's Catchphrase. Yep. Sale of the New Century mm. was one I enjoyed. But now, let's bring it on. The best one. And now, it's time for Australia's favourite new game show... The Extremely Secret Sound. It is time, ladies and gentlemen, for the <laughs> Extremely Secret Sound. Are you guys excited? Oh, I'm so pumped. excited. I am now. Oh, that's so good. <laughs> we used to have the Secret Sound. That's when you'd call in on 131060. You'd have a sound. You'd guess it. This time, same thing, more secret. Interesting. Are the people of Adelaide ready for the sound? Let's have the sound. There okay. it is. Okay. It sort of sounds like muffled paper. Mm. Almost like money rustling. Ooh. <laughs> That's because it is money <laughs> rustling. Okay. It is, a, it is a note that I have brought in here. So it you win. A, well, I, I do win, but we need more specifics, Amelia. Okay. We okay. need to be more so. specific. So 131060, what is the kind of note rustling into the microphone? What kind of note is mu- is ruffling? Yeah. Ruffling, rustling. rustling? Is it a five? Is it a ten? Is it a twenty? Is it a fifty? Is it a hundred? What is it? Is it some yen? Is it some? It could be yen. It could be AUD. Could be a New Zealand dollar. Mm. Is there a cash incentive as a prize? Uh, we'll we'll have to find <laughs> out what the incentive is. Let's have it one more time for the people. What is the note? Thirteen ten sixty. The extremely secret sound. Come play with us. Let's do it. <laughs> Let's do it. <laughs> Amelia, James and Hazy. This is Weekend Breakfast. And now it's time for Australia's favourite new game show. The Extremely Secret Sound. Well, the switchboards have lit right up. People can't wait to play the Extremely Secret Sound. Let's hear the sound once again. Here we go. There it is. Mm. There's the sound. It is a note rustling. But that's that's the sort of thing you'd guess on the normal secret sound. Yeah, the Here, normal secret the normal, sound. The normal. This is extremely secret. We want to know what kind of banknote it is. Darren from Flagstaff Hill, what do you reckon? I reckon it's the US $1 note. Oh, US $1 oh, note. It's okay. a good guess, Darren, but it's incorrect. Sorry, Darren. Thank you for playing. It is an Australian currency. I will put that Ooh, out there. Oh, a clue. For the rest of the guesses. A clue. Okay. A clue. Okay. One clue. Adam from Hackham. Adam Hackham. How you going? Yeah, not too bad. I reckon it's the $20 Australian note. Ooh. No, I'm oh, sorry, close. Adam. It's oh, not. Close. For reference, uh, the Australian $20 note sounds like this. Oh, money bags. But this note here. sounds yeah. like this. All right. <laughs> let's see what we can do with that. Jeanette from <laughs> Smithfield Plains. What do you reckon? It's an Australian five dollar note. Is it an Australian five dollar note? No, it's not an Australian five dollar um, note, but a good, good try nevertheless. Right. Did you think it was the new one or the old one? She's gone. They both were equally wrong, so it doesn't matter. Andrea <laughs> from Cuddler, what do you reckon it is? I reckon it's a hundred dollar note because everyone has a hundred in their pocket. Oh, oh do they? Do they? <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Jeez, Andrea, money bags who, over here. well, I. It's not. I wish it was. It's you, not need to, you need to know James to know that he doesn't have a hundred bucks in his pocket, Andrea. Uh, frankly, uh, people were quite impressed that I had this currency in my pocket. As it is, uh, there's only one left. But people might not have been listening. We might not to get to give our prize away. Claudia from Madam, what do you think it is? Hey, I think it's the Australian fifty dollar note. Claudia from Madam. You've won the Australian's yeah! favourite game show, Extremely Secret Sound. Ah, oh, how do you feel, Claudia? Ah, oh, I feel so good. 
That's right. Well, Wonderful. Claudia, do you want to hear your prize? James, what is it? You have won, Claudia, a picture of me holding the $50 note. No. Uh, that's awesome. Uh, you're very welcome one? to it. You, you can, can do frame it. it. You want. I can't afford, really, I need that $50 to live. I can't afford to give you a picture, so we will just upload a picture of me holding it to Facebook. You can print it out, have it in your house. And, what a prize. Claudia, and you, you'll know it was for you. Claudia, your listening skills are second to none. Thank you so much for playing. Sensational oh, stuff. Thank you. Well done, Claudia, and well done, Adelaide. <laughs> Amelia, James and Hazy. This is Weekend Breakfast.